Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Ghosties. I'm Natalie. And I'm Macy. And Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! We're all decked out. I've got my stocking overalls. I've got my um, Tom Nook Christmas sweater. I am jealous. I, I love that sweater. <laughs> I want one. My most prized possession. This is the last episode of 2023, and I can't believe we're coming to the end of the year, honestly. I know. I really can't either. This year flew by. It really did. And we are thankful for everybody who has tuned in and listened and watched and supported us in any way. I'm just shocked, honestly, that anyone <laughs> wanted to hear what we had to say. You guys care? People Maybe care? they don't. <laughs> hey, hey, you're here. So, But you're here and we are Thank thankful you. for it. Yes. And we just hope everybody's having a lovely holiday this time of year. Yes. Whatever you celebrate, whatever you enjoy to do. I just feel like the end of the year is such a special time. Even if you, mm-hmm. even if you don't celebrate certain holidays, it's just like, it all feels like it's going to be new. So I love yes, it. Yes. We're just excited for next year. We've got a lot of things planned. Some topics already picked out for the next like five months. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, we have a lot. You said some. And people keep suggesting them too. And it's so cool. And it's so cool seeing the people suggest things that are already on our list. It makes me even more excited to talk about them. Because I'm like, oh, yes, like, you want to hear it too. Same. And so if you have any suggestions, drop them down. We will add them to our, our long five-month list. But just to get along, today's episode is not going to be a very long one. Um, we're just kind of telling some stories. So. We'll get to it. Our tea today is called Winter Breeze, and I'm really, really, really excited to try this one. I've been waiting for this for like two weeks. We've pushed this recording off a couple times. I've just been ready for the tea, so let's pour it. Besides the fact that we let it steep for too long because we couldn't shut up for the first 45 minutes of this recording. Yes. Um, I like it and I want to have it again, but I want us to have it steeping for the right, right amount of time. I thought it was great. I, I thought it was good. really good. It had really good holiday flavors and that is exactly what I was going for. And our mugs are really cute too. Shout out oh, mom. Yeah. Our mom bought us these from Target. We get everything from Target? That sweater is from Target. Am I right? No. The no? sweater is from GameStop. Uh, okay. I had been looking at this mug for like two weeks and telling myself like, oh, I don't need it. I don't need it. And then I ran into my mom at in the Target parking lot. And she was like, here you go. Or I guess our mom. Yeah. But yeah. Anyways, cheers. Cute. Cheers, mom. So let's go. So when you think of Christmas time, you think of decorated trees, lights, presents, Santa, celebrations with family and friends. It's a time of year to be thankful for the blessings that you have in life. And for uh, Christians, it's about the crux of their religion, the birth of Jesus. Uh, what most Americans don't usually think about when they hear the word Christmas is paranormal activity. Nope. That wasn't usually on my list. Nope. But... Before the onslaught of Hallmark movies littered our screens during the holiday season, a different tradition had a hold on Christmas time. Ghost stories used to be an integral part of Christmas celebrations for some people. Whenever we were talking about this episode, the only like ghosty or paranormal thing I could think of was like the nightmare before Christmas. So I was mm-hmm. kind of like, what are we even going to talk about? So that is news to me. Well, I also did not think about this, but I probably should have known this, given the fact that I have read both A Christmas Carol and The Turn of the Screw. I have both of them right here, actually, because I felt it was fitting. And they're both stories of ghostly hauntings set around Christmas time. I just never pieced that together, I guess. I know. I know. I'm always caught up in the the cheer of it all. Well, here's another thing. I know you've heard this song. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Yeah. They say, we tell scary ghost stories and tells of the glories of Christmases long, long ago. You got me there. I know. (laughs) I know. I saw that and I was just like, no. Well. I I feel like I've been duped. I've been fooled. I mean, 
I'd never really thought about it. Okay. But this tradition goes back centuries and is believed to have been popular long before the 19th century when these works became popular. It was an oral tradition told around winter solstice when it was freezing outside and dark nights were longer. So people would just gather around the fire and tell each other stories to pass the time, basically. And like most of the fun things, the Puritans frowned upon talks of spirits roaming the nights and Americans never really picked up on the tradition. And they think that's why, because of the Puritans frowned upon it. Do people still do this or did it kind of just die out with the, I, I don't know, like capitalism of it all? Well, I think it was popular overseas a little mm-hmm. more than it, a lot more than it was here. And people tried to get it going, but it just never really picked up, at least not in my circles. No, I was about to say, if that's something that you do, listener, I want to know. Because yeah. this is all very interesting to me. Yeah, because now, unless you're like us and you want to hear this stuff year-round, it's really only told on Halloween. Halloween's a place for paranormal. Yeah, usually. There are some Christmas haunted houses around in America, though. Didn't know that. Found that out in this research. Some of them Where? look a little creepy. I'll show you the list. There's like Just Google Christmas haunted houses, and Is maybe like- there's one near you. Christmas themed like it's like instead of um Jason running at you with a knife it's like an elf an evil elf or like Krampus there's Krampus celebrations we kind of talked about this where it's like the opposite of Santa like a demon who comes and instead of gives gives presents to the nice Santa gives presents to the nice kids he punishes the naughty kids like (laughs) by beating them (laughs) and he's also pretty terrifying there are some countries in Europe who have Krampus celebrations and people dress up as this like horned demon and go around like chasing after people and beating them up and stuff it's really kind of hilarious and a little frightening i know nothing of krampus the first time i heard about it i think there was like a movie made mm-hmm. never watched it didn't really have an interest i don't know why um and then there was an american dad episode oh. where i think um stan's dad was krampus that's kind of hilarious i need there's, to watch that yeah there's that but like other than that, and then, like, the two people that commented on our previous videos asking about that, like, yeah. I know nothing. I don't know how I feel about that. I like it for the vibes. <laughs> but um, I don't particularly want to celebrate because um, it looks scary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it is really interesting. And, and I watched a few celebrations because they had, like, big festivals around this. And I watched them on YouTube. It was as frightening as it sounds. Yeah, I was about to say, it doesn't sound fun not no no macy's day parade but macy's day macy's thanksgiving day <laughs> right but yeah none of that is really popular here in america i don't know really if you're in uh europe or, or another part of the world let us know if it's popular where you are because yeah i'm interested i'm really interested i just can't add anything of substance to the conversation because I know no, this is all new. Yeah. Mostly what we, everything we talked about, like I, I've kind of known or I know a little bit or I've seen a movie about it, but this like brand new. Yeah. I'm I taking it all either, in with the listener. I would like to petition to make Christmas uh, ghost story time popular again. Maybe not all of the things, but definitely I would love to sit around and tell each other ghost stories. I don't know. On Christmas Eve. I don't know. No? I don't know. Okay. Well, we're going to do it now. I, I really don't. I don't know. Because I love Christmas. That's my favorite holiday. I they like don't have to, to be, be scary. Bright. They can be nice ghost stories. Okay. Maybe. But that's what we're going to do today. So. All right. I'm buckling up. Here's your Christmas celebration. Woo. We're going to be telling 
several Christmas ghost stories. I've told my Christmas ghost story to you. Episode two, where we were talking about our personal stories. It was a quick and little one. It was my first paranormal experience that I can remember. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like I said, I block out every single episode <laughs> ever. But let's go ahead and get started then. 10 years ago, I was 16 then. I had eaten a lot of Burger King on the four-hour journey to my grandparents' house. Me. <laughs> Relatable. <laughs> when we arrived to see my nan, it was Christmas Eve. And as I still do now, when I get excited or happy, I jumped around the house, which combined with the Burger King lunch, unfortunately made me feel really queasy. This was a sadder Christmas than usual as my grandpa had passed away earlier that year from Alzheimer's disease, but my family were determined to lift my nan's mood with a fun and loving Christmas. Now onto the spooky bit. I decided to sleep off the self-inflicted nausea whilst my family took my nan to a local fish and chip restaurant, leaving me on my own in the bungalow my nan and grandpa built themselves. I was woken up by the sound of loud music. It was a Nat King Cole song, which is my nan's favorite artist. Being sleepy and not thinking straight, I asked my grandpa to switch it off. Immediately, the music stopped. <gasps> This made me wake up properly, as of course my grandpa had passed away. With my heart racing, I left the bedroom and shouted to see if the rest of my family had gone home. But they hadn't. I was still alone. I went into the living room and saw that my grandpa's stereo system, he loved technology, had a Nat King Cole CD inside, so I unplugged the stereo and went back to bed. It wasn't long after falling into an uneasy sleep that the Nat King Cole music blared out even louder. It was so loud, it was reverberating around the bungalow, and I started to cry, feeling freaked out. Oh. I yelled, Grandpa, please turn it off. I don't feel well. The music stopped. I didn't want to get up again, so I stayed awake until my family came back about half an hour later. After telling my mom, she checked the stereo, and sure enough, it was unplugged. Since then, my nan's dementia has gotten worse, and she often forgets about my grandpa, remembering only about a handsome, kind man and stroking his photo for comfort. The stereo still comes on loudly, usually when she's being difficult to care for or unpleasant, a horrible side effect of dementia, and it calms her immediately. We all think it's our grandpa in his own sweet way saying as he used to, don't worry pet, it's all going to be alright. Oh my gosh. So I, I thought it was going to be spooky. Petitions for these kind of stories? That's maybe? sweet, but that's... I don't know. Kind of scary because... I don't know. She just, unplugged it. That's what got, gets yeah, me. Yeah, and like me personally, like I just don't want to be contacted at all. Mm -hmm. I, like, send me a sign. Like, throw a what do they do? Like a penny. Throw a penny. Show me a an animal or something at my window. But don't don't mess with the technology don't be in outright. my house. Yeah, like I'm here. Yeah, it's a little freaky. If Unless I, I ask, go before you. I'm gonna full body apparition up here in front of you, <laughs> behind you in the mirror. No. Just kidding. No. You can show up, just not in my mirror. But mm. I thought that was beautiful. I, I thought so it was too. nice uh, and like really sweet Christmas tale. Yeah. You had to be around for Christmas. Oh, that makes me sad. Yeah. Oh, move on. Move sad on. but happy. Okay, yeah. on to the next. This one is more so a legend. Some of you may have heard it. It's the mistletoe bride. You probably haven't. But there are many variations of the story. They all kind of had the same basic premise. A young woman named Anne Cope was set to marry on Christmas Day. The wedding was extravagant and everything went off without a hitch. There was a large feast and lots of wine and merriment. As the night was drawing to an end, Anne, wanting to continue the fun, decided to gather with some of the other young people in attendance to play a game of hide-and-seek. She was to be given a five-minute head start, 
and the rest of the group would find her. As Anne set off to find the perfect hiding place, her guests, including her very eager husband, remained where they were to give her enough time. Once the five minutes was up, they began their search. At first joyful, the party searched high and low through the sprawling mansion. Ten minutes turned to twenty, turned to sixty. They began to realize that something was amiss. After another hour of searching, the small group originally tasked with searching for for young Anne alerted the rest of the guests there celebrating the wedding and everybody was searching. Hours of searching turned into days and those days to weeks, then months, then years. What? Decades passed and Anne's husband never gave up searching. Though there were many whispers of Anne running away that night, he stayed in that very house continuing to look for his wife and knowing in his heart that she would never have left him. Fifty years had passed and he was now an old man, still desperate to find out what had happened to his love. He made his way up to the attic for what seemed like the millionth time and walked around looking in every corner. That is when he noticed a large chest hidden away in the depths of the attic that he had never noticed before. He walked over, and with all of his strength, as the lid was extremely heavy, he unlatched and lifted the top open. Inside were the remains of his beautiful bride, still dressed in her wedding robes and a crown of Christmas mistletoe preserved in her hair. He cried out in a mix of anguish and relief at having found his bride at last. That is awful. There are many places in England that claim to have housed the infamous chest of the mistletoe bride. But there's one place that I saw many times. It was the Bromshill House in Northeast Hampshire. And there are many ghosts haunting the halls of Bromshill. But one in particular that could give credence to the claims on the mistletoe bride is a lady in white that roams the halls at night. You can see her walking through corridors as if in attempts to lead you to her hiding place. That is so dark. Did a 180 on you. That's so sad. That was really sad. When I first read it, I was like, no. Oh, I just get the thought that she was like trying to get out and couldn't because it was heavy. Oh, yeah. I left some details out because I wanted to stay a little bit lighthearted. What? There, Some of the stories said that like when you opened it, you could see like blood stains <gasps> no. and... Like the her nails. Like the ring. That's what I think oh about. Oh my god. That. I told you I wanted to leave it more lighthearted for you. That makes me sick. That's really sad. Yeah, it was really awful. Oh, and he was just looking for her, and I'm, sh- oh, and people telling him like, no, she left, she left. Oh, she did what it found. I'm mm-hmm. sad. Wow. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> don't remember if the last story is good or bad so let's hope we end on a good note and i guess we'll find out with (laughs) y'all we you wrote it i don't remember (laughs) i just wrote it too so myself and a friend had something happen the other day we left another friend's house at about 4 a.m it's still dark out the street lights have just come back on they usually turn them off at 1 a.m every day but back on at 4 a.m to save money And it's a clear night, the couple of clouds in the sky, and it looks nice with the moon and all. Anyways, my friend and I are walking for just about two minutes when we go around the corner of the road. It's a dead-end road, one way in, one way out, and goes downhill. And in front of us, about 50 meters away, is five people, two children, what looks like the parents, and an elderly woman. Mm -mm. It's a bit odd, a family out at 4 a.m., and they stood under a street light. Nope. Not impossible to happen. People are unpredictable. Yeah, I'm with you. (laughs) As we get closer, they look really odd now. White shirts, beige trousers, and dresses. Exactly the same colors. Again, not impossible, just odd. So they're just like 
a family just standing under the streetlights, all dressed in similar garb. The same clothes. I literally, last night, I just watched um, Us, mm-hmm. Jordan Peele, and they're all standing in the driveway. That's the first thing that comes yeah. to my mind. That movie's actually a lot freakier than I remember. We have now mentioned it in three episodes. Because it's good. It's, it's good. good. It's, and it's they're taking it off Netflix. So it's like at the top of the Netflix thing. Well, now I have to watch it. December 30th, they're taking us off of Netflix. So if you haven't seen it, you got five days. Getting closer across the road from them now, and you can see how daunting they look. Black rings around their eyes. Wait. They don't look healthy. It took that long to realize like, hmm. They're a little scary. Well, they they can now see facial features. So it's getting like they saw them like, oh, that's weird. But OK, maybe it's a strange family tradition. It's Christmas. I don't know. OK. And they get closer and they have sunken faces and black rings around their eyes. He said, quite creepy now, but even creepier when they just stare. Eyes following the whole way. My friend who is female is clearly terrified as something really isn't sitting well with them. So we walk on a bit faster. I grab her closer to me just in case anything happens. I'd rather she get away safe. Nice friend. So we carry on for literally seconds before a stone flies by and hits the pavement in front of us. Oh. Made us jump. My friend was even more scared now. I got annoyed, so I turned around to confront them, and they were gone. (gasps) They were there mere seconds before and now completely gone from where they were. They ran. They're after you. There's nowhere to hide. Oh, no. (laughs) They turn back around and they're right in front mm-hmm. of them. No, that didn't happen. That would be scary. There's nowhere to hide so fast. No other ways out of the road. They, uh, they'd have to run past us to get away. Now we are running down the road away uh, from where they were. Friends crying. I'm getting tense. I hate the dark. And honestly, I'm so scared too. Duh. So I tell her to hold on to me and stay close and move to move to a walk as we get further down the road. The road itself takes about 10 minutes to walk down. We're probably six minutes in, but looking behind us constantly. I probably, honestly, would just curl up into a ball and wait for daylight. No, I would would be so scared. I would just run. I mean, I say that, but I'd freeze. We get to the end of the road, turn around again, nothing. But the lights are off. Only for about 20 seconds. Now we're submerged in darkness, except for what we can see at the end of the road by a bus stop. And at the bus stop, we see five people. Mm -mm. Two children, their parents, and an elderly woman just standing there staring. We have nowhere else to go now. I've called my friends to see if they're awake, but their phones are dead, so I can't contact anyone. My friend's still scared. So am I, but I start to get angry scared. So I march towards them to be like, what are you playing at? The lights turn back on. It makes me jump. I look around, grab my friend, and go head towards them again, and they are gone. I still have their faces and clothing all imprinted in my mind. This was Christmas Day morning, so 4 a.m. Christmas Day. My friend doesn't understand what happened, and I for sure don't. We tried to talk to friends about it, but they think the darkness tricked our minds. It's something I can't stop thinking about, and I dream about it. More nightmares, and can barely sleep since. Okay. So, I have some thoughts. I have some thoughts. Okay, I want to hear them. They're all wearing white, so at first I was White and beige. White on top, beige on bottom. Yeah, but they're all wearing white. So I was thinking, like, oh, what if they're just like Christmas angels? It's da da da. But why were their eyes all dark and like scary? Sunken? Yeah. I mean, me too. But. And I don't think a Christmas angel is going to be just like dead stare at you. I don't know. A long night of going through the Christmas past with their person. I'll <laughs> do it to you. Okay. They got to catch the 4 a.m. bus. <laughs> Believable. But, they act as they were sitting at the bus stop. 
like, no, but that's... I don't know. I don't know. That was haunting to me. That was eerie. I didn't... It gave me uneasy vibes. It gave me uneasy feelings. And stories always freak me out whenever more than one person experienced it. Mm -hmm. Like if you're with your friend and they see it too, yeah. it always feels more like real, real. Because yes. it's not your mind playing tricks on you. You can't two. talk yourself out of it. You can't be like, no, I definitely didn't see that. Because if your friend's right next to you, it's like, like I was that? there. No. Yeah. Because I like to sometimes when I see something, I'm like, I didn't see it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like the penguin. Like, you didn't see anything. <laughs> That's <laughs> my brain. Yes. That's yes. like my brain to me. Yes. All the time. But <laughs> but yeah. Creepy, creepy story. Yeah. I didn't like it. I liked it. it. Freaked me out. I'm like picturing it like it could happen to me. Like I'll ever be walking down the street. At, at 4 a.m.? No. No. I won't be, hopefully. I don't even like to leave my house. It's definitely not at 4 yeah. a.m. Okay. So the next story, I've got another haunted location for you. And this one happened in Brooklyn. So in December of 1878, a man living in Brooklyn, New York, by the name of Edward F. Smith, was the victim of Ding Dong Ditch Spooky Edition. Oh. So he received a ring at his door, uh, but when he opened his door, nobody was there. Thinking it may have been a prank at first, he turned around and went back to his night routine. Mm -hmm. The ringing continued throughout the night, but still nobody was at the door. He couldn't see anyone down the street either. There was no explanation. That reminds me, what what episode was that where someone was like banging on their door all night? Oh, I don't know. You know what I'm know. talking about? We read Maybe a story. Black Eyed Children? Yeah, yeah. Black Eyed Children where they were just like banging on the door all night. That's freaky. From this day forward, it was a nightly occurrence. He asked some of his family to help him figure out who could be ringing his doorbell, but even with people stationed throughout the house and in the yard, not a single person could tell who or what was ringing the doorbell at night. Where things really began to get weird was when he sprinkled flour and ash from his fireplace out on the path leading to his front door. Though the ringing and eventually knocking continued, there were no footprints disturbing the trap he'd set. Oh, no. The story goes that after weeks of dealing with this annoyance, he asked the local police to get involved. They came by to take a look, and even the two police officers that came by couldn't figure out how someone could pull this off. So the next night, they came back with reinforcements. I just imagine that thing just like crawling on the side of his house, being like, bah, 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 and knocking on the door. <laughs> just freaked me out really bad. That just sent chills through my <laughs> me face. Too. Me too. And then Ooh, I imagine... It makes me think of that. Oh, I don't remember what episode it was where the thing kept like popping yes. up on the side of his yes. window. Yes. That and then like, you know how in scary movies, like they'll be like knocking and then eventually they start like banging their head on the, like on the thing. You know what I'm talking about? Like, no. Like there's been scary movies where they're like knocking and then like eventually they're like banging their head and they're just acting crazy. It's usually like a possession type of movie. No. I cannot place a moment like that, and I don't want to. I can see it in my head. I can't remember what movie, but that's just all I imagine. While the police were there for the second night, not only was there ringing and knocking, but a brick was thrown through the dining room window. What? From the position of the window and where the brick ended up, the only possibility is that the brick had come from somewhere in the direction of the footpath leading to the front door. Officers stationed outside swore that there was not a single person near the area when the brick went flying through the window. How? How? I don't know. It just like just went through and like officers appeared saw it. out of thin air and just I don't know. That's I don't concerning. know if the officers saw the brick fly across or like into the window happened. or they were out there like just kind of looking around and suddenly there was glass breaking and the officers mm -hmm. inside saw this brick land on the ground. 
The house okay. was thoroughly searched for hidden wires or any signs that there was a prank being pulled by Mr. Edward Smith, but the investigators came up empty-handed. Smith was a skeptic of anything paranormal or supernatural, but after enduring this through Christmas time and beyond, and as it was put in the New York Times when the story was covered, he is now convinced that the invisible cause of all the phenomena is no less than his satanic majesty himself. Oh, that was a quote. That That's a bit extreme. Well, I, he, he scared the crap out of him. This is so. 1800s? 1878, I believe. Okay, yeah. that makes sense then. I feel like anytime someone's like, oh, I don't believe in all that, it's always like, oh, I'm going to show invitation. you. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm always just like, I believe it. I want nothing to do with it, but I see you. Yes. On oh, to wow. the last story. Like we said, this is a short one, but it's a fun one. Yeah. It's Christmas. We don't want to bog you down with 17 hours of Christmas lore. When I was eight or nine, I saw something weird on Christmas Eve. This was many, many years ago, but I still remember it like it was yesterday. I had the usual anxiety and excitement for Santa to leave Christmas presents by the tree. After I went to bed, I had some trouble going to sleep with holiday nerves and such. I'd finally drifted off when I woke up to the sound of soft footsteps somewhere in my room. I automatically assumed it was Santa Claus, and I was scared to see him for fear he might leave or his magic will fail. I opened one eye just barely and saw this black figure standing over my bed staring at me. Mm -mm. It was tall, probably around six feet tall, and it was completely dark. It looked almost blacker than black in a way. I couldn't see any eyes, a mouth, or nose on it, but I could clearly see the outline of a head, arms, body, and legs. It looked like a bigger person, so thinking it was Santa just made sense. I would tell myself that too. It stayed in one spot for 10, maybe 15 seconds, until it took a few steps closer. It leaned in a little more, still a few feet away from me, and then stayed there for 10 to 15 seconds more. Even though I couldn't see a face, I knew it was looking right at me. Ooh. It's just that weird feeling you get when you know you're being watched or looked at. I closed my eyes again and waited for a few minutes. When I looked back, it was gone. Ooh. I lived in a pretty old house at the time, so the doors and floorboards were squeaky and loud. I heard the footsteps, but I never heard the door open. I never saw this figure again, though I've had some spooky experiences in this house. I asked my mom if she heard Santa when he came into my room last night, and she looked confused for a second, then she played along and just assumed I was lying. I know this wasn't a person, and I know this wasn't a dream. I also know that spirits or entities are often attracted to lots of excitement and energy. So Christmas would be a perfect time for a ghost to pass through. I rebuke this energy. <laughs> no. 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 They do not. <laughs> that just scared me. <laughs> they do not. <laughs> Christmas time is for joy and not for spirit. Then. Yes. Maybe they want to celebrate too. <laughs> Maybe he was excited or it was excited. For what? Santa. Christmas spirit. No. I I disagree. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of agree. No. Because don't ruin things for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. Then I rebuke it too. We can both rebuke it. Thank you. But I still am on board with telling spooky ghost stories. Around Christmas time. I don't know. It doesn't have to be on Christmas, but Christmas Eve. Is this not enough time. for you? <laughs> <laughs> have we not done enough? 
I've it's never scared enough. weekly. And then I get my one, my one thing. We're taking one week off in Christmas. And you want to be like, oh, might as well tell the ghost stories. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I'm going to play this for you on Christmas. Well, guess what? You get re-traumatized. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyways. Okay. Well, I can leave you with a quote. Felt good for the Christmas spirit and another reason to tell stories like A Christmas Carol at okay. this time of year. It was well once a year, if not oftener, to remind men of par- by parable of the old simple truths. To teach them that forgiveness and charity and the endeavor for life better and purer than each has lived are the principles upon which alone the world holds together and gets forward. It was well for the comfortable and the refined to be put in mind of the savagery and suffering all around them, and to be taught, as Dickens was always teaching, that certain feelings which grace human nature as tenderness for the sick and helpless, self-sacrifice and generosity, self-respect and manliness and womanliness are the common heritage of the human race, the direct gift of heaven shared equally by the rich and poor. That was uh, a beautiful, yes, beautiful and appropriate. Yes, agreed. So, if not scary ghost stories, maybe some stories with a moral. Yeah. To teach people to be kind at Christmas time. And then (laughs) and beyond January one, you can turn back rotten. I guess (laughs) that's your prerogative. (laughs) Please don't. No, we're we're gonna be good around here. But we appreciate you taking the time to listen. That's all we've got for you today. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas, all of the anything you celebrate. Doing. Don't forget to rate and review. Um, that'll be our Christmas present. <laughs> please, please, that's all we ask. Uh, we'd love to hear what you think about us. <laughs> Within reason. <laughs> of our podcast, anyway. Within reason. If you're watching on YouTube, please like, subscribe, and leave a comment. Let us know what you're doing for the holidays. Let us know if you have any scary Christmas stories. Yeah, let us know your traditions. Even if you're just like... I decorate a tree. I still want to know. Yes. Because, yeah. We want to know what y'all are up to. Share the video if you felt compelled to do so. And follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Ghosties Pod. Um, If you have a creepy or supernatural encounter of your own, we want to hear it. You can DM us or better yet, email us at ghostiespod at gmail.com. And maybe you'll hear your story on a future episode. We're working on another listener stories because that one was so much fun. Oh, it was so fun. And you guys enjoyed it. And so just keep sending them, please. Yes. So we're excited to continue on this adventure with you guys. And we'll see you next Monday. We'll see you next year. Bye. Bye.